Are you looking to reach your full potential and achieve success in business and in life? Want only tried and tested guidance from people who have truly made an impact? You have come to the right place. Welcome to Five Questions with Dan Shabell. New York Times bestselling author Dan Shabell distills the most actionable and tangible advice from a variety of world-class humans, including entrepreneurs, authors, Olympians, politicians, billionaires, Nobel Prize winners, TED speakers, celebrities, astronauts, and more. Inspirational guidance, practical advice, and concrete solutions. Our Power Chat starts now. Welcome to the 79th episode of the 5 Questions Podcast. I'm your host, Dan Shaw Bell, and my goal is to create the best advice from the world's smartest and most interesting people by asking them just five questions. My guest today is the CEO of Barstool Sports, Erica Nardini. Born in New Hampshire, Erica studied sociology and philosophy at Colby College. While at first she aspired to be a lawyer, she eventually decided to go into advertising and marketing. Early in her career, she was a media manager at Fidelity, where she learned firsthand the potential of the internet for media purposes. Erica went on to hold executive-level positions at Arnold Worldwide, Modelina, Yahoo, Demand Media, and eventually became the chief marketing officer at AOL. In 2016, she stepped into a role as the CEO of Barstool Sports, a satirical sports and lifestyle culture brand which has grown to become the 10th largest distributed media company in America with 66 million unique visitors each month. Under Erica's leadership, the company has grown from 15 to 201 employees with revenues approaching 100 million and with a valuation of 450 million after a recent investment by Penn National Gaming. As one of Fast Company's most creative people, I was excited to speak to Erica about how she stays relevant, handles the rapid business growth, and what it's like being a CEO. So a lot of people aspire to be a CEO of a company or may never become a CEO of a company, but they're just curious about what that job entails. Could you give us some insight in your, about your daily schedule and what it looks like and really how you manage your time working and leading a big brand? Uh, yeah, absolutely. So the great thing in any job and certainly in a CEO job is that no two days or really two hours are alike. I also think CEOs have a bunch of different styles and they run their company different ways. The way I look at our company is, you know, my job is to make sure that we have a clear vision for the future, that we have a really high integrity and kind of durable way of getting there that we, that we have a plan to get to that future. And that also we have a team and a, a group of people who are motivated, aligned, acting like a team and have a spirit of a team to go make those things happen. You know, I find that I'm dealing with thousand unnamed fire drills at any, at any moment in time. So some combination of all those things is, is really what my job is like. I try to spend as much time as I can thinking about the future, thinking about the industry that we're in, thinking about threats, thinking about opportunities. I spend a lot of time with people and then I spend a lot of time on problems and thinking about what is the right way to solve the problems that are in front of us today or that could be in front of us tomorrow and getting as much input and insight on those things as I can and, and getting my hands as involved as they can be to, to help be part of that solution. And I believe the biggest challenge for a company, product, and human today is staying relevant in a world, industry, category, and profession that's constantly changing. I'm sure you would agree. And that's yeah. a lot big part of your role as CEO. How do you keep yourself and your company relevant? 
you know, I think part of staying relevant is, is really having good eyes and understanding what's happening. In our case, it means having the right people, people with the right amount of energy, the right appetite, uh, people looking for exposure and change. I think if you have a company that isn't full of people who want exposure and change, it makes that company very insular. And then I think the other part of being relevant is being honest with yourself and with your company about who you are and who you're not. Uh, because to be relevant means you have to be true on some or many levels. And and I think that's the most pure way to be relevant is to have something that other people recognize is true, whether they love it, whether they hate it, whether they fight it, whether they agree with it. So, you know, we stay relevant by having our eyes on the ball 24-7 and being as aggressive and as committed as possible to making culture as much as we react to it. How have you been able to handle the pressure to exceed expectations with all of your shareholders? and stakeholders and continue to be a leader in the market. Every great job has a lot of pressure in it. I think when you feel pressure, it helps you be at your best. And I like pressure. Um, our company likes pressure. I also think communication is really important with stakeholders. I think it's very easy to have a company that's whipsawed by their stakeholders, where you become an instrument for what your stakeholder wants to do versus a stakeholder becoming an enabler of what your vision and plan is. And so we spend a lot of time at Barstool working with our stakeholders, understanding what their objectives are, communicating how their objectives map to our objectives, combining forces when it makes sense, communicating always, and then really being clear and true to what's going to be the best possible thing for Barstool Sports and staying focused on that and uh, making ourselves accountable to both as shareholders as well as operators to that goal and to that vision. What would you say your biggest challenge has been in the past three or so years and how have you been able to navigate that challenge? Our biggest challenge in the last three and a half years has just been growth, to be honest with you. Uh, really managing growth. Sometimes I think we have the tiger by the tail. And so we're constantly hanging on and catching trends. And when you grow so rapidly, it forces you to change progressively and very actively. Change and evolution can be hard and you need to be sensitive to how you step through that change and enabling and prompting change in a way that creates growth. And so that's been certainly a very constant challenge for us. We've gone from probably a $5 million business in 2016 to over a $100 million business in 2019. So we've had to make a lot of change because we have been growing so quickly. It's required different things at different times. You know, I'm so grateful for that challenge. It's, it's a lucky, fortunate challenge. Would you say that you've learned a lot through that change, yet there has been a level of maybe discomfort and, and fear maybe in you or some of your reports or people you've interacted with? Yeah, absolutely. Like I, I've loved it. It's been intense. Change is intense. Growth is intense. Fear of failing can be intense. The need to to reevaluate has been really intense. So you know we have an awesome team here who works incredibly hard, who's incredibly proactive, uh, who's really committed to making something of this company. And that's the most fortunate thing is our people. We're so fortunate for the type of people we have here and who are attracting to come here. But it's not easy. 
And, you know, I think the people who are thriving in our environment are people who don't want something that's easy. And what's your best piece of career advice? My best piece of career advice is to take risks and even the risk that feels uh, like it's wrong and stupid or crazy or implausible might just be the best risk to take. I think you never know what can come from something. And even when you take a risk and it doesn't necessarily work out, something great can happen by virtue of you taking that risk in the first place. Too often people tend to be really logical and don't jump when they have the chance at something. And I think that ability to jump doesn't always work out, but something always comes of it. And that would be my best piece of advice. Thank you so much for sharing your wisdom, Erica. To follow her journey, you can listen to her Token CEO podcast and find her on Twitter and Instagram, where she shares personal pictures, updates from her life, achievements, appearances, and quarantine adventures. We hope you enjoyed today's show and the amazing advice our guests provided. Remember that you can only benefit from advice if you act on it. Before you do, we would appreciate your feedback in the form of a review. You can leave a review on iTunes, Stitcher, or a podcatcher of your choice. Your feedback would be very much appreciated. Head over to danshawbell.com slash review now. 